Welcome to the Advisor Talk podcast channel. This is Nick Stewart, CEO and Authorised Financial Advisor at Stewart Group. If you're new to the show, Stewart Group is a CFEX certified financial planning and advisory firm serving clients throughout New Zealand with offices in Hawke's Bay and Wellington. The information provided or any opinions expressed in this show are of a general nature only and should not be construed or relied on as a recommendation to invest in a financial product or class of financial products. You should seek financial advice specific to your circumstances from a financial advisor before making any financial decisions. A disclosure statement can be obtained free of charge. Again, Nick. Good, thank you. Good to have you here. Yeah, thanks, now, mate. Before we get on to today's topic, which is a hot one, it's all about ACI funds. Just remind our listeners, Stuart Group, what are you guys all about? We're a financial planning business um, founded here in Hawke's Bay with our office in Hastings. We've also now got a, a nice new office in on the terrace in Wellington. So we're all things financial planning, so we help people um, save and manage their investment capital, uh, their wealth management. We look after their risk management in the form of insurance. And we also help them out with their pensions, predominantly in the form of KiwiSaver. Absolutely right. And if you haven't got KiwiSaver, there's something wrong with you. Now you've got something new and exciting happening. It's coming our way on the 30th of June. What is it? Oh, it, it, we have. Look, we've been... We've, we wrote a white paper. A white paper is like a due diligence discussion paper back in 2017 on a concept where... Let's just let me take it back a step. There's what what we call the wealth conundrum, and that is you've got everyone has access to KiwiSaver with you can put you could start your KiwiSaver with a dollar, mm-hmm. and then it accumulates over time until you either acquire your first home, you retire, uh, or you have a um, a hardship claim or you pass away. Okay, so it's it's, yep. it's effectively locked, yep. other than for the home. And then the other is that in the wealth conundrum is or you accumulate significant amount of money, e.g. quarter of a million to three quarters of a million dollars, and then you can get a financial advisor like me to help you out and run a bespoke wealth management portfolio for you with a full holistic plan. Like the whole shooting box, right? Yeah. So what's in the middle? So you've got the KiwiSaver that starts with your first job, and then what? You just continue to contribute to your KiwiSaver until maybe one day it's worth quarter of a million dollars, Mm. and then you can get comprehensive financial advice with financial planning involved mm. so that's a conundrum it's like a barbie it is so you've got it's, it's an all-or-nothing approach and look unfortunately most people never actually get to say three quarters of a million dollars of liquid wealth they have it in the form of their home or their business but not outside no. those two asset classes exactly so what we wanted to do was have something in the middle so I wrote that white paper back in 2017 with a couple of my um, smart team members. We wrote it, co-wrote it together. And then 12 months ago, we decided it's no longer going to be a concept. We want this to happen. Mm. So we started that process. And those funds went live on the 6th of April. We did that in a beta testing phase. So in other words, just making sure everything worked well with friends and family. And then um, about a week ago, we went um, live to the public. So that white paper became the ACI funds. Some people have said, what does ACI stand for? Well, uh, internally in the office, our, our little line is, it's 
a canny investment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and here indeed. we are on the Canny View um, radio show. So, yeah, a, um, the ACI funds. So that's what we've been working on, Ken. Most exciting. Absolutely. Now, uh, okay, so... I would guess that someone's looking at this uh, at face value, like a, an old guy like me might look mm. at it, or, or a young person like yourself, and say, "Oh, ACI funds, I might make a bit of money there." So, when we when we come to see you about investing in ACI funds, I mean, is there a minimum criteria? Fifty dollars. Wow, that's nothing. For so fifty dollars, you get access to a fully diversified. Or so, so there there are three funds you can go into, and and a strategy. So you got a conservative fund and a growth fund, or you can have the balanced strategy, which is a combination of both the conservative and growth. Yeah, it's fully tax efficient. You don't need to file a tax return. It's all plumbed through because it's what's called a portfolio investment entity. Mm-hmm. So it's a pie scheme. So all of the tax is done on your behalf by the scheme administrator by our team, mm-hmm. um, incredibly smooth and efficient, and you get access to the whole of the world market in terms of your diversified investment. Yep. Like, it's it's a really elegant solution that's built on scale. So the idea is, is that even though you've got a small amount of money, you, through the leverage of our expertise and our other clients, those in the ACI funds, you know, get to come in and get the benefits. They get the benefits of both worlds. Sounds very rosy. Well, I mean, I mean, it is. It is. It's. It's something we've spent a lot of time work, yep. working towards. When I wrote that white paper, that concept paper in 2017, the strategic partners, oh, a couple of the strategic partners to actually make this come to fruition, mm-hmm. they didn't even exist then. Yeah. So this is the evolution of finance and the evolution of systems that allow people with a small amount of money to get access to the table where normally the big players sit. Is it a bit like sharesies, minimum investment to get into it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. is a little bit like the yeah, and sharesies byline is the democratization of investment. Mm. Well, that's pretty much what I've just described to you. You know, yeah, absolutely. You've, you've got the little player gets a seat at the big dog's table. Mm. That's what we've brought to fruition here. Who's so. it going to appeal to, Nick? Uh, it's going to appeal to those that have money in KiwiSaver, wish to contribute more, but want to have a liquid bucket. Yes. So when I say a liquid bucket, imagine that, Ken, you're contributing, you're 25 years of age, you're contributing 3% to your KiwiSaver. Let's say you already own a home. Mm-hmm. So you already own a home, and you're contributing 3% to your KiwiSaver, and you realize 3% is actually not enough for the long term. So yep. you, you're going to start saving 10%. Well, my argument to them is if I was thinking about it from a financial planning viewpoint, I wouldn't encourage you to put all of your 10% savings into your mm. KiwiSaver because that is locked. Yeah. So if you need to replace a car or you need some um, emergency funding of some form, you can't dip into your KiwiSaver, whereas you should have a liquid bucket. Yep. So what we've designed is that something that works very, very well alongside KiwiSaver are the ACI funds because they're liquid. Within five working days, you can get your capital out. They're fully tax efficient, um, and you get a, a broadly evidence-based diversified portfolio. So it's pretty much KiwiSaver, but we can access it in the old time that we like. And it doesn't have those same levels of, um, of access. So we've got the, you know, the old guy like me I want to get into, but I want to make sure that I've got very little risk. Yes, you can, yeah, 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 because you would go for a conservative strategy. Yeah. So it's the, um, same, it's the same with ACI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, very, very similar to what many folk have in terms of the strategies available to them with their KiwiSaver. But one more thing that's come to the fore is that 
you know, um, with this, uh, with the current government that we have, they introduced the upper tax rate of for those earning above one hundred and eighty thousand dollars at thirty nine percent. You're then going to have tax at thirty nine percent for trusts next year. Yes. With the ACI funds and with all entities that have that are a portfolio investment entity or PI, all of those investments have a maximum tax rate of twenty eight percent. So for those that are on the upper income bracket it's an absolute no-brainer that they invest their capital via a PI scheme, of which this is what we're offering. Now, you mentioned that uh, you need $50 to get in. Is it a bit like KiwiSaver, that there's a, a minimum amount that you need to put in each year, or can we no. just use it like a bank? No, they can, no they, it, it can just be used as a single one-off investment. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't, you know, because of regulatory um, terminology, I wouldn't use the word bank no. because okay. I can't. No. Yes. Yeah. Now, banks, banks are at, banks. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Now, banks at the moment are offering not such a bad interest rate. Yeah. So, so when we compare uh, ACI funds or even looking at KiwiSaver, but let's, let's uh, look at ACI funds. Um, again, if we're a little bit nervous or cautious about getting into the financial market, how does it compare? Okay, so when you're comparing what's available at a bank in the form of something like a term deposit, which is typically what most people yes. use when they refer to the bank, you know, 30, 60, 90 days is where most people put their capital in and on a weighted average. Um, so with those, you're effectively, you have to remember the reason why um, the rate on term deposits appeals at the moment at a headline level um, is in fact because of inflation. Yes. When um, because when you think about you know what makes up a term deposit, well you've got you've got the um, core inflation rate. You've then got a risk adjustment rate for the entity. You've then got tax. It's it's a pretty simple makeup on what actually makes a fixed income return or a term deposit return. So so then I was so going back to your um, your um, question in terms of. You know what would say these look like versus a, um, a term deposit and what's available to the bank. So when you think about it, you go well over time. What assets outperform inflation? Because mm. effectively, most of the term deposit rate is inflation. Okay, yes. that's the reason why when inflation was at zero, the rates of term deposit were anemic. They yes. started. They actually started with a zero or a one. Yeah, so kind of gives you an idea. Yeah. Um, now, so we know historically that the way that one beats inflation is to buy property uh, and is to buy shares because historically those are the assets that appreciated for um, the average person to invest in um, and you would beat inflation comfortably over that period. Now, I've seen some recent um, data, some analytics on over a 30-year period like and cohorts of you know the last 30, the last 20, the last 10, what would happen if you'd invested in a diversified, say, balanced or growth portfolio over the 30, the 20, or the 10 years? Mm. Well, the answer is that you would have comfortably beaten inflation and the rate of return offered by the bank in a term deposit had you invested in a diversified portfolio. We'd be laughing. Yeah, you would. But but there may be a period of one or two years where that isn't the case. And so that's that's why I always say to people, it's got to be for the medium to long term where you partake in a broadly diversified investment, and you go into the markets and you invest through a fund. It must be exciting knowing that the uh, ACI fund is your baby, and uh, at the big launch um, on 30th of June. But I guess you want it to go global, don't you? (laughs) Well, it's it's in Hastings, is it? (laughs) Um, Global in Aotearoa, New Zealand. Yes. Um, Yeah, look, if 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 we can... Offer this solution that other advisors can help their clients who have um, the same issues, or the clients have the same issues, but so do the advisors, because many advisors like ourselves, mm. up until this, up until this point, 
we had no solution to offer people. No. There was nothing that, A, um, was you know liquid, tax-efficient, and the other one is that it had a very, very robust and defined investment philosophy. And so the way that we... The way that we um, run these portfolios as we run our other portfolios is that there's a really strict criteria on what we invest in. And these have been tested through thick and thin over many decades of testing. And I, I, don't, I don't just mean like lab work, as in like hypothetical. Yes. I mean, this is what we have done. You've been trolling the market. Yeah, yeah, we have. So it's really important. And look, one of the key things that underpins our portfolios is what's called the Farmer French model, which yes. actually um, um, Eugene Farmer won a Nobel Prize for his work in this area. That underpins a lot of the way that we deploy capital into shares, or as um, other people call them, equities. Yeah. I was going to ask you about that Farmer French model, but before I get to there, yeah. uh, was uh, the other good thing about what you guys do, I mean, I suppose anyone can set up a fund uh, like you have, but you guys have got amazing credentials, haven't you? You've been in the business for getting on for 36 years. Yeah, you know, we have. You yeah, know what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, absolutely. 36 years. I mean, we've been running these same investment strategies now since 2003. Yep. Um, that's well, that's quite a long time ago, 20 years now, it's two decades, two decades of evidence. We know what we do. So why did you base... In some respects, your ACI funding on the Farmer French model, was, was that the only model that was out there? No, no, no. It's, it's just it's something that underpins equities or shares extremely well in terms of um, large stocks, value stocks, small stocks. We understand the inherent nature of each of those mm. asset classes. Think about them like um, Lego blocks. The way that, you know, like, you know, you can give a small child a box of Lego and they can have some amazing creations. Just think about think about the building blocks of asset classes as being like blocks of Lego. And they each clip together and you can make different shapes and sizes and each one has a different attribute. And that's exactly the same as when we construct portfolios or we engineer portfolios. We're after a certain set of, of outcomes on the long term. Mm. And that's exactly why we use the Farmer French model to underpin how we think and how we act in the equity space. It seems like a bit of a no-brainer. As much as uh, KiwiSaver seems like it's a no-brainer for, for investing in, why wouldn't we just invest in ACI funds and not worry about KiwiSaver? Because we're getting the same diversification. Ah, ah, yes, you are. You are getting the same diversification. But let's always remember, KiwiSaver is an, it's a unique beast. Mm. And I use it in a loving term. It's, it's awesome. As you think about it, you contribute 3%. Your employer, by law, has to match the 3%. Mm. You put in $1,042, and the government gives you $521 each year to match 50 cents in the dollar on what you contributed. Yeah. Now, the ACI funds and other investments don't have that. Only KiwiSaver has that. So that's why I say to people, you make the most out of KiwiSaver you can because it's the government, it's the taxpayer saying to you, we want to incentivize you to save. So I say, fill your boots, fill the bucket to the maximum point, but after that, there's not much point contributing more. In fact, you're actually it's slightly detrimental to, detrimental to your financial health or your financial plan because you are locking up the capital. And I always say to people that you always need a liquid bucket because you know what, Ken, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, no. next week, next month, next quarter, next year. So therefore, I need a liquid bucket of wealth in my financial plan for the what ifs. Yes. So I maximise my Kiwi Saver. I maximise my debt repayment, but I also need a liquid bucket. And that's why we developed this solution. So for uh, your Joe Blow investor, 
it really is a, a medium long term investment, isn't it? Like any investment, you've got yeah, to be there for the long haul. Absolutely. So yep. w- w- when we say medium long term, what are we talking? Are we talking? Uh, we're talking years, aren't we? Yeah, we are absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, like you know, you know, our kind of our guide and that comes through the regulator in terms of you know there are some certain metrics that you need to advise people of in terms of what are the risk parameters mm-hmm. of an investment and it's a, it's a very much a straightjacket approach yeah. you, you know it's it's very defined so like with a conservative fund we should always say to someone you know you should be in it in, invested for at least four years um you know a balance fund um five to six years and a growth fund um seven to ten years do funds like this have a government stamp of approval? So, I mean, I suppose anyone could say, I'm going to set up a fund and call it the Ken Morrison Fund, and I want your money, thank you very much. Well, it's a bit more um, involved than that. Well, it's, 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 not, it's not a stamp, but it's, a, it's an incredibly regulated environment. Yep. Um, regulated in the sense that if you were to go onto what's called the Disclosed Register, uh, which is a, a register of all uh, investment vehicles in New Zealand, and you could log in there, and you could you could Google um, ACI funds disclose register, and all of the documentation will come up, including the name of our scheme administrator, our SIPO, which is our statement of investment policy objectives, all the key parties who are involved. Everything is there, and um, and the other aspect is that if someone wants to set up a fund, they have to go through these incredibly incredibly difficult and hard regulatory hurdles to actually get approval. Now, but that that is not an endorsement by no, the regulator. Of course. All it is, it's a ticket to play the game. Yeah. Uh, it would be a little bit like, um, you know, if you turn up to a four-wheel drive event, the scrutineer checks your motor vehicle that it's got the right tyres, the right tyre pressures, got a warrant of fitness, got seatbelts, got the harnesses in the back, it's got a fire extinguisher, got a first aid kit, it's got a tow rope and a shovel. Well, that's a ticket to play the game. That doesn't mean yeah, you're going to drive well through the mud, exactly. but it means that you've got the right to attend and play and have some fun in the mud with your four-wheel drive vehicle. Now, it does sound exciting, Nick, and I know you're excited about it. You've got the big launch happening on 30th of yes. June, so if someone's listening to this after that date and we want to find out more about that, at the Stewart Group, do you have a specialist in this ACI fund or uh, all of your They are all. Um, yeah, um, all of our team are specialists in this area. Yeah. Everyone's worked really, really hard, really proud of the team on what they've done, and they all understand it extremely well. So, you know, we have across our team, we've got seven financial advisors. There's one in Wellington and six presently in Hastings with another couple coming on board at the moment, which is really exciting for us. Um, but Ken, I should just go back to the the, regula- the regulatory piece, and that is that I should actually say there's a little wee disclaimer, and that is that uh, the investment manager of the ACI funds is Stuart Group Asset Management, so that's us, and the issuer is Fun Rock New Zealand Limited, and a product disclosure statement is available at www.acifunds.co.nz. <laughs> 